Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosports. I'm Graham Wilgos. Brad... Hello. Bef- hello. Before we get into today's Bonsoir. stage, I'm here. Bonsoir. Uh, I feel like we should mention yesterday's podcast because we Why had not? a lot of positive reactions to it. We covered a subject. Um, we, we we talked about mental health, um, and it isn't always the easiest thing to talk about. Um, no. So, for anyone who missed it, please do look it up because um, we discussed much more than cycling. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I got a platform, and I like talking about it. It's quite liberating, and uh, I've had a a huge amount of messages today, people saying how much it touched them, et cetera, et cetera. And it's very nice, you know, I wouldn't say the rewarding is the right word um, because you do it for yourself, but you realize that's well by opening up, you do reassure people. I wouldn't say help them, but you reassure them that maybe they're not on their own or, you know, winning the Tour de France, five Olympic goals and all that doesn't, it doesn't protect you or make you immune to, the, the real problems of life that most of us have, but we just we obviously don't get around to talking about them. So it was nice. And I love, I would love to do more of that. You know, it's not all about cycling. So if you didn't catch it, look it up wherever you get your podcasts. And Brad, on to today's stage, stage eight of the tour. Mm. A day of high drama in the Pyrenees, 141 kilometers from Cazares to Ludonville. Mm. Uh, one for the big boys. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it really, well, it wasn't really one for the big boys, was it? Because it produced a winner in Nons Peters who was, we won a stage in the Giro last year, but when he does win, he wins big. And, and so, you know, aside from that break, we didn't see the big players winning the stage, but mm. we did see a nice little battle behind, didn't we? And that really was started by Alaphilippe with a rare, bizarre attack where he got dropped straight after. We lost 12 minutes. Um, but then we saw Dumoulin take up the running and that really caused some damage, didn't it? And we saw uh, Adam Yates just drop the wheel a little bit. Um, it, we saw the explosion of Pino today. And it was it was great, really. It was it was actually quite good to watch. It was it was um, it did the Perisord proud, I think. Yeah, um, Alaphilippe actually came in more than eighteen minutes down. Eighteen. Bef- so but, yeah, before we get into that, mm. uh, here's the final few meters as Rob Hatch saw it on Eurosport. Three years in waiting, this Tour de France stage win for Azure de Zella Mondial, and it's the dream of a lifetime for a young Frenchman to win a stage of his home Grand Tour from the Dolomites last season on the Giro d'Italia to the Pyrenees this year on the Tour de France. And yes, they will cheer him to the line. He cannot believe it. He better believe it. Nance Petels at 26 years of age is a Tour de France stage winner. And Agile de Zella Mondial have their bit of glory. Brad, Alaphilippe there. He attacked with 15 kilometres to go and then... Like you said, a sort of bizarre explosion almost straight away. What's he thinking there? Is he is he thinking I'm going to give it all I've got here? No, and... no. Because, I mean, I, I don't I don't know what he was thinking to be honest. I don't know. I actually really haven't got an explanation for it. Who knows what's going on there? I mean, hopefully, I mean, we'll, I imagine we'll find out in the next day or two. Really, when he, he didn't get interviewed at the finish, whether yeah. he refused to or not, I don't know. But no, hopefully we'll find out because 
I haven't even got a, a sort of theory as to why he did it. Yeah. Well, as, as you say, time, will, time will tell. Bizarre. Uh, another, another of France's pre-tour contenders, uh, Pino. Thibault. Thibault Pino. Um, he's, so he's, he's lost a huge chunk of time today as well. He's certainly out of the running for GC. Well, he certainly he's, is. He said maybe it's a turning point in his career in a post-race interview. Really? Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, that's interesting. I didn't know he said that because I said on the post-show that I actually think he needs to change teams now. Mm. I think he needs to get out of that team. I think it's just it's too comfortable there, too much. He's very adolescent in his demeanour. And I don't mean he's a child. I just mean Mark Maddow is a father figure in that team. Um, and there's a lot of young guys there and his brother's his coach and it hasn't worked. It's worked sporadically and in moments. He's had some very good moments in the tour, hasn't he? Um, but he hasn't, there's, even even down to the team, you know, when he's in that group, at the end, of, they're all young kids around him, his teammates. There's no, there's no experienced figure, older figure who can kind of just guide him through everything. And he is that older, I suppose he is the older one of them all because he's the team leader. But, uh, there's something not right there, and he, it, you know, there's a it needs a change of team really, the mm. right team as well, mm. um, and that's not because Madio and all those, you know, whatever. It's just sometimes you just need a change, like in football, you know, you change the manager and things change. Alaphilippe out on his own, um, another man who was on his own but hung on um, and hung on to yellow. Adam Yates mm. um, on the on the Perisur. Um so as, as as well a a climb that is becoming more and more synonymous with British riders in yellow. Yeah, it's the British climb. Tom Simpson went over there. When he had yellow, mm-hmm. and his only day was a time trial. Robert Miller went up there. Well, he didn't went up there. He went. He attacked to the top of the Pierreau and won in Luchon um, in '84, I think it was. He was with pa- Fabio Parra. Then, of course, yeah, I mean, uh, Froome and Nivelli went over there in 2012. Froome attacked on the descent on the top tube, didn't he? Uh, and then um, they went over last year when Simon Yates won. And then, of course, uh, Adam went up there today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a. It's a and Luchon is that ski, you know, it's a ski resort, isn't it, down in Luchon? Um, and um, there's a, quite quite a lot of British people go down there. And it's just um, just a great area. Um, and that climb is such a historic climb in the Tour de France. And so much has happened on it. And as I say, today it did it proud. It was a, a proper ding-dong in, the, in that main GC group that Yates fought so hard to hang on to. Yeah, I wouldn't say he fought hard to hang on to it. He... Um, he, he, in his post-race interview, he was very, very clear about... Um, it, 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 this is a great thing with Adam. He, he knows when to just ride his own tempo. And there's no shame in getting dropped. Mm. He doesn't see any shame in getting dropped. And, it, you know, he, he just... Once the pace went up with Dumoulin, he just continued riding his pace. He didn't go into the red by trying to hold on to that through shame of getting dropped. And that's what made him get back. And that is that is a fantastic asset to have as a, as a rider. Um, most people would have hung on as long as long as they possibly could, a bit like Alaphilippe, um, and then get dropped and lose a packet. So it was um, you win the tour by riding like that, mm. and it was superb. Um, so we saw you mentioned him, Big Tom out on the out on the front for Jumbo Visma um, for Primoz Roglic. Uh, he's out of contention for GC two now because he yeah. dropped off. That was him done. Yeah. Um, is that a surprise? To see no, him? I mean I think we probably put too much pressure on him really in saying he was an outside chance of winning this, but. Look where he's come from, um, and good on him. What a great rider he is, and what a great job he did for the team today. What I have to mention, Walt Van Aert, amazing. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. He, he just amazes me every day. Um, he actually got dropped way after Sepp Kuss, mm. um, which I was surprised about, Sepp going very early. Yeah. Uh, George Bennett as well went very early. Yeah. Um, but Walt Van Aert, God, what a team, what a, what a rider to have in your team. Yeah. 
Primoz Roglic, uh, Slovenian, his countryman Tadej Pogacar, Pogacar, I should say, sorry. Mm. Um, he set a historic new record on the Perisud today. Did he? 24 minutes, 35 seconds, beating Vinokorov and Mayo's time from 2003 mm. by 45 seconds. That's yeah. a hell of a ride. Yeah, I mean, it was a great ride. And he attacked and Roglic went across to him with such ease as well, I yeah. must say. And he could have stayed with him. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just look, and it's a shame he was. I mean, he probably got allowed a little bit of leeway because he lost, lost a bit of light, lost a bit of time the last few days. Uh, but if he carries on riding like that, he's going to get well up there. And he, uh, I don't think there's any reason. I actually think he'll end up on the podium in this Tour de France. Who else is looking strong for you? Because Roglic, saw, yeah, or, yeah, um, Quintana, Quintana looking great. Nairo, he was, um, he's definitely come back to his sort of. Uh, we've kind of ignored him a little bit mm. because. He's out of that Movistar team now. Since his second place to Froome, was it back in 2013? Um, yeah, he's finished second twice, hasn't he? Yeah. He's, we always thought he was going to knock on from that and win, win. But he's had a few disappointing years other than some good stage wins and stuff in there. But he hasn't lived up to the hype, I don't think, after his Walter and Giro wins. But um, this year, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, he's, he'll get better in the third week, uh, a bit like we expect Egan Bernal to, who didn't look great today at times. But... Uh, he, he's another one. He's a bit like Adam Yates. He'll, he'll, he rides to what he has to ride and limit his losses and comes back. But I have to say, Primo's probably looked the best today. Mm. But, um, yeah, let's look out for Nairo in the last last week. Bernal finished, obviously, in the main group for the GC men. So he's he's fine. Hasn't lost yeah, any time no. today. Back to British riders very briefly. And Tom Pidcock uh, out in Italy won the baby Giro today. Yeah. Well um, done, Tom. Well done, Brilliant, Tom. lad. Bye. And he did it in some style. He won the final two stages... And, and took three stages overall yeah. in an eight-stage race. He's just reinstating his talent that you know, everyone knew he had and, and confirming what we all know already, which is that he's um, got a great career ahead of him mm. and one he's already having. So congratulations, Tom. Congrat huge congratulations to Tom. Um, I'm excited to see where, where the road will lead for you. Brad, give us a word on tomorrow. Stage nine uh, from Pau to Laurent, 153 kilometres, two Category 1 climbs. <laughs> It's going to be another another big fight for the GC, man. Yeah, Col de Marie Blanc, gateway to the Pyrenees. It's a tough climb, bloody tough climb. It's dead straight. There's hardly any turns on it until the top. It's about ten percent the whole way up. It's just um, it's it's a tough one that. And I think um, I think is it eighteen kilometers from the top tomorrow to the finish, something like that. Maybe I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's I think like... I expect a lot to happen on that climb and break off gone again. But it's a big one day tomorrow for the, the leaders because there's been a shake up today in mm. some respects. You know, um, especially with Alaphilippe going, you know, we all know that Alaphilippe probably hasn't got it on the ground. But then you don't know with Alaphilippe, maybe he lost that time on purpose today. And he did that to just say, look, don't think I'm knackered. I'm going to, who knows them? I don't know. We've been speaking about him a lot the last week. I mean, there is an unpredictability Impossible about not him. To, yeah. Never know what you're going to get. Bit of a, <laughs> bit of a, bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> not like you. Unpredictable. Brad, before we go, we've got a special guest on the line after a gruelling day in the Pyrenees. EF Education Firsts, Hugh Carthy. Uh, Brad, we're very fortunate to be joined post-stage by EF Education First's Hugh Carthy. Hugh, welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show. Thank you. Yeah, you're right, Hugh. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. So, how's the tour going for you at the moment? Yeah, not too bad. Not uh, not crashed. Not not had any terrible no. days. So so far, so good. To be honest. Uh, what was how's the rest of the tour look like for you? What do you think? Do you can you all have a dig at a stage one day, or are you kind of team commitments at the moment? Um, bit of both, I think. I think certainly, if there'll be opportunity for a stage later on. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, for now, team commitments. If your opportunity arises, then I'll, uh, I'll take it. How's it with the uh, the club being guys? Is it how's that work? They speak pretty good English. Yeah, they all speak pretty good actually. Yeah, They're all pretty. Uh, Pretty good. How was it? How was today? Did you? How, where did you manage to get to on that parasol climb? Um, a couple of K up it, and and I don't know who attacked it. Alaphilippe attacked it briefly, yeah. then he went out the back. And he did, yeah. He lost eighteen minutes. Um, I think with the climb, with the previous descent finishing, and went straight into the climb. It sort of put me on the back foot a bit. I think uh, I had a bad five or ten minutes when the when the first attack went, and that was more. So I found a bit of a second wind towards the top last four. 4k so yeah um by that point it was uh racing gone but um yeah i felt, felt all okay how would you find your first tour de france in general do you think is it a bit it's a bit weird this year isn't it because it's later and that but it still yeah. looks like the same tour de france yeah i think in the race i don't think there's too much difference um, a few strange stages that wouldn't normally from what i hear a few strange stages that would normally be included into it so early on anyway so maybe that's calmed the racing down a little bit, but we've had a few days where you think yeah. this isn't what everyone tells you it's like. And uh, uh, you're leading the team classification. Is that is JV kind of is that a big is big ambition for the team? Is it to keep that? Yeah, for the for the team, yeah, that's a that's a yeah. that's a big target for the team to be honest. Uh, how's JV? He's doing right. He's doing right. Does he, does he stay on the race with the team? Does he or is he uh, duck? Yeah, he's yeah, here. He's, yeah, because no, he, he used to he used to kind of take go off and wine shopping and then come back. So. Is no, you, he is, can't leave. He's he's in the he's trapped in the bubble. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, that's it, really. I don't. We won't keep you too long. Thanks for joining us, mate. And good luck for the rest of the race. Always. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. See you later. All right, Brad, thank you as ever for your thoughts. That brings us to the end of this bonus episode of the Brad Livgan Show by Eurosport. Uh, we can follow you at Sir Wigo on social media. Uh, you can. follow me if you like, at Graham Wilgos. Graham as well. He's a nice um, man. I am. The North Face jumper. <laughs> Mostly. Rather messy hair. Uh, you can follow Eurosport on Twitter at Eurosport underscore UK. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks too to our producer, Pete Burton, <laughs> Podcast Pete. And finally from me, it's goodbye. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share your thoughts and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Brad, à demain. Oui, euh, au revoir. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.